Today is the 8th of June 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to gather together to have regular time in prayer, in scripture, and as we think about some of the issues around us. In other words, what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music, as I said. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you'd like to have a copy of the script in your hands, download the script button in the show notes. Hit that, you'll get a PDF. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, we'd appreciate it. We do appreciate all the donations that have been given so far. Again, a link to our giving page is in the show notes. And finally, if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to www.rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Our Lord Jesus Christ, we believe that you are really here in this moment, and that night and day you remain compassionate and loving. You call. You wait for us. You welcome everyone who calls on your name. And so we thank you, Jesus, our divine Redeemer, for coming to the earth for our sake. We thank you that you've revealed your infinite majesty and beauty, which your angels delight to behold. We thank you that we may have the courage to approach the throne of your mercy. We thank you, dear Jesus, for having become the priceless victim to merit for us the fullness of joy and life. Lord, awaken in us such confidence in you that their fullness may ever fully descend upon our souls. We thank you for offering yourself. We thank you that you offered yourself in thanksgiving to God for all his benefits which he has given to us. So today, Grant us grace and perseverance in your faithful service. Amen. Galatians 6-7 Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. I'm going to lay it down on the line here. I get really angry when I see our faith used as a political tool. I get even more angry when I see our faith being used as an opportunity to promote something other than God himself. You see, I believe that as Christians, we have three purposes. As disciples of Christ, we have three purposes. Our first purpose is to love and glorify God. Our second is to love each other. And our third is to make disciples. You might say two and three can be interchangeable. But anybody who uses Christianity as a as a tool for anything outside of these purposes is the kind of person that Paul was referring to in our verse today. Many of you will know that I was born in Zimbabwe and that I was raised in South Africa. In South Africa... I saw faith used as a tool to justify all sorts of human rights atrocities. And so whether it's presidents or prime ministers, pop stars or pastors, business leaders or parents, when we use faith as a tool for our own ends, 
I believe we mock God and we will reap what we sow. In fact, I think we're seeing it now. It may not happen in this lifetime. But there will definitely be a reckoning because God will not be mocked. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, Paul appeals to Festus to go to see Caesar. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, we ask this morning that you would speak to us through your word. That you would open our hearts and our minds to the words that you would have us hear. Give us courage, Lord. Courage to speak the truth. Courage to make you known. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version And today we're reading Acts 25. Now three days after Festus had come into the province, he went from Caesarea up to Jerusalem. The high priests and the elders of the Jews spoke to him against Paul, and they begged him, asking a favor against him, that he would summon him to Jerusalem, plotting to kill him along the way. Festus said that Paul should be kept at Caesarea, and that he himself intended to go there shortly. 
He also said, Let the men in authority go down with me. If there is anything wrong in this man, let them accuse him. Having stayed among them more than ten days, he went down to Caesarea. And the next day he sat on the judgment seat and ordered that Paul be brought in. When he arrived, the Jews who had come from Jerusalem stood around him and brought many serious charges against him which they could not prove, while he defended himself, saying, Neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar have I sinned at all. Desiring to do the Jews a favor, Festus answered, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem to be judged concerning these charges before me? Paul said, I am standing before Caesar's judgment seat, where I ought to be judged. I have done no wrong to the Jews, as you know very well. If I am doing wrong, or have done anything worthy of death, I do not refuse to die. But if these are empty charges for which these men accuse me, no one may deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. When Festus conferred with the council, he then answered, To Caesar you have appealed, to Caesar you shall go. After several days, King Agrippa and Bernus arrived from Caesarea to welcome Festus. When they had been there many days, Festus stated Paul's case to the king, saying, There is a man left as a prisoner by Felix. When I was at Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me about him, asking for a sentence against him. I answered, It is not the custom of the Romans to deliver any man to die, before he who is accused meets the accusers face to face, and has the opportunity to make his defence concerning the charge brought against him. So when they assembled here, without delay I sat on the judgment seat the next day, and ordered that the man be brought in. When the accuser stood up, they brought no accusation against him of such crimes as I had supposed, but they had disagreements with him about their own religion about a man named Jesus who had died but whom Paul asserted was alive. Being perplexed about such questions, I asked if he would be willing to go to Jerusalem and be tried there concerning these charges. But when Paul had appealed to be under guard for the decision of Caesar, I ordered that he be secured until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. He said, Tomorrow you shall hear him. The next day Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp, and they entered the hall with the commanders and the leading men of the city. When Festus gave the order, Paul was brought in. Festus said, King Agrippa, and all the men who are present with us, you see this man concerning whom the whole assembly of the Jews petitioned me, both at Jerusalem and here, shouting that he ought not to live any longer. I found that he had committed nothing worthy of death, but when he himself appealed to Caesar, I decided to send him but I have nothing to write to his majesty concerning him. Therefore I have brought him before you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that upon examination I might have something to write, for it seemed unreasonable to me to send a prisoner without signifying the charges against him. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention, and after music we're going to say our prayers for the day. Thank you. 
And before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the show notes. Click the links and let us know that we can support you and pray for you, lift you up before God. We have quite a few people that on our prayer list today that I would appreciate you praying for. Um, ironically, they're all male. Makes a nice change. We have uh, a prayer request for David. We've prayed for David in the past, but David is um, not responding to treatment. And he has bowel cancer. So if we can remember him, we've been asked to pray for Derek. And Derek is a member of my, one of my congregations, um, and he has Alzheimer's. His wife, Jean, is, thinks that he is dying because he hasn't been able to eat or drink for the last two or three weeks. So if we can remember Derek in our prayers, please. We can remember Arthur, who was going into hospital today, and Ian. Ian is um, suffering from, we're not quite sure what he's suffering from. It's something neurological, but he's lost his sense of balance and he keeps falling over. And then finally, if we can give thanks for the birth of baby Hank. Um, again, a member of my congregation member became member of my congregation became a grandmother last week when her daughter Caroline gave birth to baby Hank. So, if we can give thanks to them, let's say our prayer for today, shall we? Father God, all authority is yours, but you have given authority to lead us, to protect, and to guide us. So today, we ask that you would give all our leaders wisdom, discernment, strength, and resolve. We ask, Lord, that you keep them healthy, safe, and rested, so that they can continue to guide us through this very difficult, troubling time. Lord, give our government leaders wisdom about what needs to be done, what needs to be done to control the violence, what needs to be done to stop the virus, and what needs to be done to stabilize our economy. Lord, give our spiritual leaders your discernment on how to meet people's needs as they continue to glorify your name and encourage the church. Give our medical leaders insight on how to stop the virus. Father, strengthen their resolve and honor their hard work in creating a treatment for COVID-19. Lord, give our civic leaders inspiration, courage, joy and strength to continue to meet the needs of their communities. And help us, Lord, as leaders in our communities to display courage, hope, generosity and kindness. And we would ask, Lord, that the way that we honour others inspire those around us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. 
If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.